Okay. So Stace, we're going to go and look back into Nix's history. You excited? Um, for the most part, yes. <laughs> okay. We're going to be doing something a little different from what we normally do in this. We'll be taking a mechanic from a game called Invisible Sun. And this is a little bit of how they handle side scenes when you're away from the whole group, where there is a deck of sooth cards. And whenever there is a challenge or something like that, something that you would normally have to roll for, I'll draw a card from the deck. I will look up its meaning. And from that, we will interpret what happens in that situation for Nyx, whether it's good or bad or somewhere in the middle. That sounds a little bit nerve wracking, but I'm into it. Yeah. 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 On the plus side, I mean, you know where this ends up. You know, you're going to, Nyx will start the campaign. So it can't be that bad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Nyx does survive. Spoiler alert. Unless you want to go in a bold new direction for the character. <laughs> Episode five, be like, and now this whole time she's been undead. Yeah. <laughs> so let's think back to Nix's past for an appropriate scene. Right before we started recording, you were talking about maybe an encounter with the nano that's been treating Nix's mother. Yeah. And I think that sounds like a good place to start. I think so. And I assume that, you know, this this nano is in Charmon, relatively nearby your family? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Okay. Because if I remember right from your backstory, even though Nix is sort of a monk now, like her family wasn't hurting for money before this happened. No, not at all. Um, I guess, should I open up my backstory? Probably. <laughs> you might want to have it handy. Uh, I can't count on my memory. But also, you know, who's to know what Nix's backstory is? We're making it right now. Yeah, absolutely. This is your opportunity to change anything because nothing else has been revealed to the other players yet. Is the Nano a random Nano? Or is the Nano somebody that's got some sort of connection to your order? I don't. I think that's up to you. But in my mind, it was not... It, like any particular connection, probably the nano had been treating them prior to Nick's arriving. Yeah. Getting back. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just so I have a point of reference, how long has Nick's been wandering as part of the order? Um, she's been gone at school slash wandering for like eight years. Eight years. Okay. okay. We'll open up in the home of this nano. They don't really have a shop. They don't need one. People will come to them if they need help, and they don't need necessarily a place to have. Their skills are so specialized, they're not hurting for ways to make money. Everybody knows you go to this person. Everybody knows it will cost you. All of those things. So you step in, it, you know, to the sort of sitting room. They actually have a servant that is leading you in as you sit down, as they usually do, and they wander off. What is uh, what can Stace? What can you tell me about this nano? Well, I would say that this nano has a reputation of kind of pushing the boundaries of science, 
um, unclear if they were once Order of Truth or not. Like maybe, but no, not no affiliation. Just sort of a solo that a solo nano that for like the the economic class that Nix's parents were, you know, and are is so are still sort of. Um, that's who you would go to when you had these weird illnesses and treatments just to get the most advanced stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Are they fairly advanced in age or are they sort of a wonderkin? I would say advanced in age. Okay. You, you're in the sitting room for a while and uh, it doesn't take long before a familiar figure steps in. She's very tall. She's about seven feet tall and she carries with her a staff even at home. She has quite a few bits of Numenera uh, grafted onto her head. It's not anything like huge, but like there are lots of little pieces that are connected to her head and they sort of blink at you as you move along. And she comes up and she says, Nix, Nix, uh, you're a little bit early this week. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, got some, like, business stuff I gotta talk about. Business stuff? Well, uh, you know, please follow me to the office and we can sit down and talk business. And she leads you a little bit farther into sort of a, a home office that has a desk. There are lots of strange things on the walls, but you know, they, that are definitely like Numenera at this point. It's probably something that would be crazy impressive to a local here, although it's not that extravagant from what you've seen in your traveling. So what, what do you have on your mind? Well, like, yeah, you know, just got this bill and I was just wondering if we could sort something out, like some sort of payment plan or something. Um, Cause I just don't got the shins up front, you know? Really? Well, I mean, that, that, that is a problem. I, I, I don't work for free. So you're telling me you don't have the 300 shins? No. Okay. Well, if you want to do a payment plan, how much do you have? <laughs> uh, is there a reasonable? What are you proposing? What are you, what are you proposing as a payment plan? Keeping in mind that this is a monthly bill, and until your mother recovers, it's going to continue to happen each month, so we need to account for that in the plan. All right. Um, yeah, so, like, I guess before I can really say what sort of payment plan is going to work for me, I got to know, like, how much longer do you think, like, the treatment's going to take? Like, no pressure. I'm not trying to rush you. Like, I want it to be done right, but also... This has been going on for a long time and we're just kind of at the end of the ability to easily pay this bill. So I got to do some financial planning, you know. I understand. Well, part of the problem is, is that it's a rather unique case. Um, It's something that I don't think anybody's really seen before. And I am treating her to the best of my ability, trying to keep things from getting worse but I honestly don't know with confidence how long it will take to relieve her of this, or even if it's possible. It's not that I'm saying I won't try and continue to try, 
but it's it's a very difficult case. This is something that I can't even think of anyone who would have specialty in this. And, you know, my specialty has come from, in part, some of my earlier experiments, but, you know, a lot of it has also come from, you know, helping treat your mother, and keeping her from deteriorating. So, Nixa Lake pull out her map of marked locations and show them to the nano. So, uh, so like I've been trying to do a little background work on my own to try and help figure this stuff out. And mm-hmm. I think I have identified like some of the more obvious locations where my mother might be teleporting. Um, and I don't know if like sharing this with you could be helpful or if, you know, just anything to try to kind of have a breakthrough because I can't do 300 shins a month. Mm. Okay, so let's draw a card at this point to see how this conversation goes for Nyx. Okay, so I drew the Suspicious Hound. uh, It's a negative card to turn. The Suspicious Hound typically suggests that one is plagued with doubt and indecision. Or it might suggest that one doesn't have enough information to make a good decision yet. Judgment must be passed and the decision must be made, but there's no clarity yet. So I, so this is not a great (laughs) sign. (laughs) Um, So I I would say the Nana's like, I I understand what you're saying, Nick, but um, I I do have some expertise. I do have you know, as, as interesting as your mother's case is, like, I can't keep devoting my time to it if we can't have a reasonable expectation for payment. And, you know, right now with, you know, I, I have other people that, you know, call upon my services. I've even consulted with the palace on occasion. I, I can't afford to to work for free, even if I am, you know, fond of your family. So I, I think, you know, really, if we're going to continue this business relationship, I am going to need that 300 shins or I'm, I'm not going to be able to continue to treat your mother. Like I, well, then what do you want to do then? Cause I can like, you know, I'm a, I'm a traveler. I've been places. I know how to explore ruins, find things that are worth money, but like what then, what is what is the deposit that I would have to give you in order for you to continue working? So here's the thing, Nix. I've known a lot of explorers in my day. In my youth, I did it as well. And, you know, I'm familiar with your order and that's your kind travel all over looking at things and assisting travelers in need. But even with your considerable skill, that is a very dangerous choice of profession and I'm afraid that I can't be you know I I understand you want to leave a deposit but my experience has been that deposits end up being sometimes all you get when somebody goes out and does something dangerous so it, it really does need to be the 300 shins I'm not sure how you get it I mean you, you, your family has a nice home. Perhaps you can sell some some items there to get it. Uh, perhaps you can 
reach out to any other family members or friends, but I do need the 300 shins if we're going to, you know, continue this. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but, you know, Nix, this is, this is not the first time your family has fallen behind in payments. And there are many times where those payments never showed up. So I'm leery to cut a deal where you just give me a deposit and you'll try to find the rest. Well, the 300 shins are nothing, huh? 300 shins. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what. I will check in on your mother this week and see what I can do. But after that, it's, I need the 300 shins. Right. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, I kind of understand, but I'm sure you understand that this is also very hard for us. Uh, I mean, you've seen the house, like selling stuff out of the house. It's not really an option. Like it's all been sold. So, yeah. Well, I'll see what I can, uh, I can do in a week. Okay. I, 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 and I do hope that you are successful. I, I would like to continue to help you. I just, I, I have to also be looking after myself. Um, but I guess you've got some work to do, so um, I won't take up any more of your time. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, I, I'll leave now. Okay. Have have a mm. have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and uh, she kind of gives you like a little wave, smiles at you like an insurance adjuster that's about to deny their claim, um, and uh, and you leave. The, uh, leave her home. Um, where would Nick's go next? Um, I feel like probably to like the uh, the local chapter of her order and just see. Ooh. Okay. What does an or- what? To the, the Benevolent Society again. of Travelers. Okay. So, what does a satellite office of the Benevolent Satellite of Travelers look like? <laughs> Benevolent Society of Travelers. Um. Oh. I assume that was. Wait, are are uh, are we both drinking, or is it just me on this end? Yeah, that was the wine. No, talking, I'm drinking. I assume. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. What would it? What did I say? A benevolent satellite of travelers. Oh, yeah. I was trying to say a, a satellite office for them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So a bit. Uh, I almost said it myself. A benevolent satellite of the benevolent society would look like. Um. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like Heaven's Gate. Um, probably closer to outside the city. Probably along the main entrance into the city, and um, okay, it would be a rather like inconspicuous or inauspicious, inauspicious, sure. Uh, building, couple stories mm-hmm. with rooms, you know, for people to crash in, sleep in, whatever. A uh, small yard in the back with a mm-hmm. ring for practice and mm-hmm. a nice big front porch for people to chill on. Okay. But otherwise relatively yeah, austere. Yeah, not a lot of very serviceable. Okay. You quickly make your way to that satellite office. It has the 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 compass rose symbol of the order etched into the front of it on a stone tablet. And as you approach that wide porch there, you can recognize 
they're of the order, but you don't necessarily recognize the individuals that are at the porch. They're clearly new to town, but they are definitely like they they give off every vibe that tells you they're part of the order. What's up, guys? Uh, not much. Just chilling here on the porch. Yeah. Just got in a couple hours ago. Enjoy, man. Like, good to see you. We'll have to grab a couple ales later if you're still around. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just going to chill here for a bit and, you know, just watch the sunset in in the big city. It's been, I don't know, years since I've been here. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've been here a few weeks now, but before that had been a long time. So definitely enjoy yourself, man. Cool, cool. And he just like leans back and continues staring at the sky. <laughs> uh, she just walks by and like pushes through the front door. Mm-hmm. So you go in, you know, it, it's a fairly like chill place. So like as you come in, there's not like a front desk or anything like that. There are a few people like kind of hanging out there. One of whom you recognize as, you know, the uh, an equivalent of the abbot in your order, and uh, that that abbot, well, I guess abbess technically, she kind of sits up, takes a look, and then you know recognizes you, recognizes you, and you know that this is something nice and ridiculous. <laughs> Abbess Gemini. Do we want her to be abbesses or should she be like a like a senior traveler or something? Yeah, I mean, you tell me about the order, actually. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, you know what? It's a very flat hierarchy for the most part. How about, so, I mean, most of you guys are travelers. How about that hierarchical, like that one level up, maybe have something like they're, they're called pathfinders? Oh, yeah, that's dope. That's dope as hell. Damn, that's nice, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks. So you're, uh, the, the local Pathfinder, she looks up from where she's sitting, sees that it's you, and, and uh, uh, waves you over. Nix, Nix, I'm pleased to see you back. I know you've got personal stuff keeping you here, but it's it's been nice to have a familiar face here for as long as you've been here because as you know i mean people tend to just come yeah no i get it pathfinder and uh it's been real cool getting to know you as well but uh yeah i uh i got some bad news today oh that's a bummer yeah real bummer how bad like real bad like you know my mom's sick she's like teleporting all over the place like we don't know when or where she's going you know and uh it's honestly, it's like, it's not just the fact that she could, she ends up in dangerous places sometimes, but it's really messing with her mind, as I'm sure you can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do well, get that. I guess I didn't realize the nature of her illness. She's teleporting? Yeah, it's real random. She's, she's like, she's in the living room. Like, you can, you can barely tell she goes anywhere. It's like she flickers, but she's been somewhere and then she comes back. She's seen some things, man. Like, it's real crazy. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I, I, I can't help but be a, a little jealous, though, of that kind of experience. I think, yeah, I think if, like, you knew it was happening or if you were more like us, but for my mother, it's, it's, 
it's nuts. You know, she's she's not an explorer. She's not used to seeing some of this crazy stuff. And, and I worry about her, of course, ending up in like something that can kill her in milliseconds, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And we don't know what's causing it is the crazy thing. Like we have no she hasn't left Charmand in decades. Like what the hell's going on? I don't know. It's it's real. Not to be a bummer, but it's like it's real messed up. Yeah, that is rough. I'm gonna draw a card. I want I wanna get some guidance on which way I wanna go here. Okay, so I drew the untrustworthy mirror. Oh no, I don't know what that means, but it sounds also bad. Something that appears real is not. It could be that someone's in disguise, or it might be just an idea, a fact, or an emotion is actually deception. Taken broadly, the untrustworthy mirror suggests failure. Man, I wanted Pathfinder Geminimi, or whatever, Geminimi, Geminimi? Whatever her name is, to be Geninimi. Geninimi. Oh no, enemies in her name. I understand your pain, but I've got to tell you that the grand scheme of things, I think your mother's been blessed. Uh, I mean, but not for her, you know what I mean? Like, for us, that would be super dope. Like, are you kidding? Do you know how much of the world we would see? It's insane. Like, I wish I could trade places, but for someone like her, she ain't the traveling type. You know, she's been a friend of the society, but she's not of the society. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's true. But, you know, I feel like all of us have the potential, not just in the order, all of us have the potential to become, you know, the kind of traveler that makes a difference. I I totally understand your reservation. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. But I, I got to tell you, on some level, I think this is a huge opportunity for your mother I mean, if anything, you should be trying to figure out if she can pass it on to you. Well, honestly, if you could see how anxious and upset she is, like she hasn't been able to work in weeks, you know, we're paying all this money to this nano who's like, I'm not even sure if they're making any progress. Um, They got nothing left. Like this is ruining their lives. And I hear what you're saying. Like, I totally get it. And I would agree if it was one of us but it isn't and so like this is my parents right like we care for our parents they brought us here to the ninth world so yeah I mean I I, yeah I totally get that I'm just saying that I mean I'm not I'm not judging anybody's journey but I mean you know from your training that your ability it's all in how you prepare yourself it's all in how you it's you know we don't rise to our expectations we fall to the level of our training I mean that's true for us but you know we preach compassion and I feel like this is the time to have compassion we have the ability to influence and train for our own journeys we have the ability to influence other people's journeys positively and I just think that's something we need to use in the case of my mom because she is not cut out for this. Like, honestly, like you want to see it for yourself. You can come over. She's in a bad, bad place. I'm, I'm, I'd actually be quite thrilled to come see. But the, I guess the question is, I feel like you're leading up to 
yeah. ask me something. And, you know, you know, I, I would prefer if you just did it flat out, just direct, you know, tell me what you're thinking. Well, what I'm thinking is today the nano treating my mother told me that if I can't come up with 300 shins, this next visit to my mom is her last visit. Yes, Ooh. 300. That's like, man, some people don't even make that in a year. How often do you guys have to pay that? Monthly. Ooh. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so I guess what's what's the what's the ask here? If you if the society, you know, I've been a member for like eight years, you know, graduated, you know, top ten percent. I've been traveling for a long time, doing my part for the order, and I'm just wondering if there's anything the order could do for me. Well, I mean, we we, we might, but you know, it's. Whew. I mean, if you don't have the three hundred shins right now, I mean, you're just going to need it again in another month, right? Yeah, but like I'm just focusing on this month, you know, one day at a time, one month at a time. It's tough for me to justify such an expense for something that's so should be so sacred. But I'll, I'll tell you what I can do. I'm gonna draw a okay, card yep. here. Actually, got the angle, but I want to see how convincing. Yeah. You were. See if she was, if she's kind of. So I feel like if I, if it's me, I would I if it was me pl- being her, I would probably like be pretty swayed. But let's see how swayed yeah. she is. The incriminating skull. That also sounds bad. Secrets, ravens, books, flame. The incriminating skull tells us that there's a deeper, darker meaning to the matter at time at hand. It presages presages mm-hmm. failure particularly being caught at wrongdoing. Or if the context is right, it might also simply indicate that a friend or relative, particularly one that has been long estranged, is involved in some way. Oh. That feels a little too convoluted, but she, she says, you know, I, this is what I can do. I can, I, I don't think I can justify just taking shins out of a treasury for this, but, you know, what I can do is... I can put out, put your name out there for uh, the things that I know are paying gigs. And, uh, you know, matter of fact, uh, let me write this down. And she, like, kind of pats around at her pockets, realizes that she doesn't have anything in her pockets, wanders over to a cupboard, pulls out a little bit of paper, and scribbles down something and brings it over to you. And she says, So if you go to this inn, there's gentleman there named Carfa. I, I don't know much about him, but I know he's got work to be had, and he's he's definitely been asking around about, you know, if we have anybody available. And thus far, like, nobody's really felt up to it. You know, most people have just gotten in, but I didn't mention it to you at first, because you, you really haven't been staying here. So I wasn't sure if you were leaving every day, but if you're interested, I mean, at least I know he pays, and I can put the word out that you're looking for work as well. Yeah, no, that's solid, and uh, really appreciate that. I'm going to go look this guy up, but I got, like, one more ask for you, if that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm here to listen. All right, so I'm, like, nine months in on my last boot allowance. I was wondering if I could get this year's, like, a little early. Um, 
I can see if I can front you. I have to ask. I, I think it's possible. Um, but it, it might be, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, it, it may be that I won't be able to get you the whole allowance up front, but I might be able to get you some. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to like neglect my boots cause they're so important, but I was thinking maybe I'll just get them resold this year. Like look at them and she like <laughs> props her boot up onto the counter. And she's like, look at him. Look how good I've been taking care of them. Like the stitching still firm. Like those are nice fucking boots. They're real nice fucking boots. So I think maybe if I just get them resold this year, then I could, you know, uh, save a little on that allowance um, and help my family out. You know, my parents. I'll, I'll ask. You know, I am a pathfinder, but I, I'm not sole decision maker when it comes to the order's coffers because, well, I mean, we used to be like that, you know, before your time. That didn't work out so well. We had a couple couple situations where uh, you know, somebody emptied the local accounts because somebody had a good good story. I'm not saying that's the case here. I'm just saying that, you know, we've got safeguards in place. Well, yeah, no, and I totally get that, like, for sure, dude. And honestly, I'll take you to meet my mother, like, I'll take you to meet my nano, like, I'll get a fucking note, like, whatever you need. Um, and then, like, this isn't, like, an advance on my boot allowance that I'm going to ask again this year. Like, this is this year's boot allowance. Like, I'm going to get it in three months, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, that's it. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Well, uh, I, I think that sounds reasonable, but like I said, we have safeguards, so uh, I have to run it by at least one other Pathfinder before I approve it. Sounds good. Uh, Gemetomy. Nope. Dude. Um, appreciate you. And I'm sure I'll be back around because I'm going to be around. If you want, I mean, I'm chill. I mean, if you want, you can just call me Jen. <laughs> All right, Jen, you got it. And you can just call me Nix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, it's funny. You never did tell me your last name. Oh, well, you know, I mean, we kind of give them up or whatever. So, like, it's not. Hmm. I suppose that I suppose that makes sense. Okay, well. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to you about uh, visiting your mother. What, what's, what was your family's name? Uh, it's uh, Sladek. It was my family name. Oh, okay. Well, it's a nice name. So, like I said, I'll, I'll ask about it, but, you know, if you check in with Fakarta, you might have work. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. Have, may you have peaceful travels, but uh, not too peaceful, am I right? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. All right, man. Appreciate the help. You have a good one. You too. And she kind of wanders off back to her seat. Yeah, and uh, Nick's definitely gives, like, deuces. <laughs> okay. What's the name of this bar slash tavern slash inn? So this tavern is the Queen's Spittoon. Ooh, that's good. It's, it's not in a great area of town. That's fine. So the, shall we say that Nix goes there next? Sure. That's where next we go. That is. That is. But on her way out on the porch, she goes like, hey, dude, to the guy in the, the I imagine it's her rocker. Um, heading to the Queen's platoon, like looking for work, but got time for for that beer. You want to come along? Ooh, 
Yeah, I mean, I I could use a beer. Never been that place. Whereabouts is it? Oh man, it's in a. I mean, it's it's in a part that's kind of sketchy, but like, there's nothing too sketchy for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 down. I'm down to clown. Uh, just give me a second here to get my shit organized. And like, he kind of looks around him, and there's like he has nothing <laughs> around him. Like he has a small satchel. Like he he is. He's like looking around like. Oh, well, guess I'm good. And uh, he stands up like, lead the way, fellow traveler. Uh, what's your name again? It's Nick's, man. What's yours? Oh, yeah. I just go by Hey You these days. Yeah, I get it. Hey You. It just makes things easier when you're traveling, you know, because then you don't have to, like, introduce yourself. And everybody typically just calls Hey You. I mean, it can be a little confusing in a crowded area, but... Uh, you know, I find it usually works out. It, it seems odd, but, you know, usually when people say, hey, you, they actually are referring to me. So I feel like it's kind of meant yeah, to man, be. you like, you got that face. Like, hey, you, like, I don't even actually want to know your name. I feel like it would just confuse me. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was yeah, saying. All right. Hey, you, like, let's roll. Okay. I'll lead the way. All right. She leads the way to the Queen's Spittoon. So it definitely, you go into sort of a sketchier and sketchier area of town, far away from the usual markets, getting closer where they sort of do like meat packing and things like that. Yeah. So it does smell bad, but it's, and there are the sounds of like all sorts of weird animals around there. Like you hear like, um, anines, which are those like, they're like these big, long legged creatures. They're like, it's like if giraffes were strong enough to be pack animals. And so that they're over there, they're kind of like making their little sort of, um, you know, keening sound. Like they're not upset. It's just the sound they always make. And, uh, you find your way to the queen's spittoon and it has a drawing of the front of a crown. And there's just a spit coming out of the crown and into a spittoon. And you know why. I mean, you grew up in Charmond, and, you know, the queen's been alive for a very, very long time. And you can't do anything. You can't make anything that's disrespectful to her in this town, at least not directly. So they that's why it's just a crown spitting instead of, like, an actual drawing of a queen. And uh, as you guys step in, this building is... It's had better days, for sure. Like, one of the windows is already broken in the front. And you go in, and it smells pretty terrible. Like, there are people here that are, um, you know, they, they quite clearly have, like, pipes out. And some of those pipes have something that you know is not street legal in Charmant. Like, they they inhale and they exhale, like, a glowing purple smoke. Ooh, man. Yo, hey, you, I would like to apologize for this. Didn't really realize this was this kind of place. Because obviously, like, the order doesn't hold with mind-altering substances. Hey, I mean, yeah, I I get it. But we don't judge their journeys, right? As long as we're not taking part, we're okay. You know what, dude? Thanks for the reminder, man. You're right. You're cool. You're cool. I, I try. I try. So, uh... 
speaking of mind altering chemicals, uh, let's get that drink. Oh yeah. Well, that's the one, right? That's cool. Yeah. yeah weird. Weird how that works. Um, well, to be fair, I mean, hard to find good water sometimes. That is so true. Man, there was this one time where I thought I found good water. I was actually out like kind of close to the beyond and, uh, yeah, wow, that was a rough three days, I tell you what. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Whereabouts in the riage were you when that happened? Uh, God damn it, Daniel. Fucking querying my Numenera knowledge. Yeah, I was kind of close to, like, the Embered Peaks, man. Just outside Trembled Pass? Oh, okay. Oh, oh wait a second. It wasn't that like lake with the uh, with the magenta trees on the side, was it? Yo, it for sure was, and that water looks clear as hell, but it is not. Yeah, I learned that the hard way too. Let me tell you. But those trees, you know what I mean? They make a good, uh, good, some good cover in those woods. Yeah. You know, when you got to do yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well fertilized. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, when I was there, there was a bit of a broken hound problem. Were there many of those around there? Nah, I mean, when were you there? Because I, I feel like I, I saw a couple, but nothing. Ooh, it's been like 10 years since I've oh, been there. Oh, no, see, this was just like a year and a half ago. Oh, man. Well, then, you know, that's good that you didn't run any broken hounds. Sorry that you re- that you had tried the water. I mean... You would think at some point enough of us have made that mistake that we would tell each other not to do that at this point. But for some reason, it just never comes up. Right? Or put up a freaking sign. But honestly, though, like, just to be real, hey, you, like, the next guy I hear is going out there. I'm not telling him. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I would do. (laughs) Uh, Shit. If you you see uh, Jeremy back at the... uh, (laughs) Back at the Borden house, um, at any point, you know he's he's new. This is his first time in Charmont, so you know I wouldn't expect you to know him. But he uh, he uh, he he made the mistake of going out there mm, about six months ago. He told me he was going there. I didn't warn him. Ah, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a lesson that's not too rough. You know what I'm saying? And also, it's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's not going to kill him, but we're going to learn a valuable lesson about what is and isn't drinkable water. Exactly. Exactly. My my favorite thing is that, you know, whenever somebody comes back and complains about it, like, why didn't you boil the water? And as a reminder, and uh, it always cracks me up. I mean, some of them are like, like, oh, I did boil the water. I'm like, oh, really? Then you didn't notice when you heat up that water, it cut it melts any kind of metal or container you put it in. Oh shit, man. Like That's the way you find out if somebody's lying to you about oh, that. That's, is if they say they tried to boil it. I definitely did not. So I definitely did not know that, man. But like yeah, you're right. Like these people, like everyone pretending like they always boil their water. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, it's a good thing that we're only about ninety nine point seven degrees right because if if our bodies were boiling temperature it'd be bad if you drank that stuff oh shit you're right it'd be real bad and i do gotta say like since then 
I boil the shit out of my water. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what you got to do. Wait a second. Let me ask you a question. Did anybody kind of point you in the direction of that spot of the Riage? Yeah, like I was told that there was, you know, like some suspicious activity, like some Numenera type weirdness going on over there and to go check it out. Yeah. Was it, uh, okay, I, I have to ask. Was it Pathfinder Fergie? It was. Sure as shit. Does that shit all oh the my time. fucking God. <laughs> Gods? Whatever we got. Uh, I, hey, it's it's all the same thing. I really, right? like, oh my fucking universe, man. Oh, I'm twisting my wine glass. I should probably stop that. I'm not sure that's going to come through, Daniel. I'm sorry if it does. So, uh, yeah, let's get those beers. All right. So, Nick. So, you ordered yep. the beers? They're, they're very cheap. Like, you know, that this place is not a great place in general, and everything is quite cheap here. So you're not even, like, like you get the impression that you, you could, like, if you wanted to put a shin down as having your tab, that would cover you several rounds of drinks and maybe, like, an appetizer. Nice. Do I like this place? Um. Yeah, so Nick's, like, does a round with Hey You and cues up his second one and it's like yeah there's a guy I gotta uh gotta reach out to here so uh just give me a sec your thing your thing okay so the description had the piece of paper she gave it mentioned his name um Cartha I'll say she she also mentioned something um like a, a distinguishing detail let's see he's always wearing this like this outfit that is it looks very strange by Numenera standards like we would think of it as what look what you would think of as just a three-piece suit in on earth but in the ninth world it looks utterly ridiculous as an item of clothing <laughs> and it's also in this garish like banana yellow with like pinstripes of magenta. Hey, uh, you must be Cartha. Uh, who's asking? I'm Traveler Nix. I'm with the the Benevolent Society and uh, Pathfinder Gemetomy. Gave me your name for like someone who has work. Oh, Jen. Oh, Jen's real sweet. Uh, yeah, come on, have a seat. Nix turns the chair around and sits in it backwards. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking for somebody that's got experience to help me with a problem. And, you know, I know your order is got a good reputation for that kind of thing. Certainly if it's anything that's slightly hazardous or anything like that. Oh yeah. Like hazardous is my jam. Oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I got some work that needs to be done. Um, man, it's a long story. So anyway, I had a situation where I had an item that I was bringing back in from an exploration and that item was taken from me oh. forcefully by somebody who did not have the right to take it. Yeah, I'm, I really need that item back. And, uh, you know, I realized that this may sound, you know, Excessive, but you know, 
I'd, I'd be willing to, I'm not hurting for money, but that object is special to me. So I, I'm willing to pay for your work. Yeah. And I am willing to be paid for my work. So like, let's, let's just get the details and let's, uh, let's get everything out there. Like what's the rate? What's the job? So uh, the item that I need, it looks like this and he sketches out something and it is, it's this like braid he's drawing, but the braid seems to be made of snakes. And he says, Oh, and by the way, be careful when you hold it because they're alive and they bite. Oh, do they just bite or do, are they like poisonous? Uh, to be honest, I haven't wanted to try to find out. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. So, so anyway, there's this guy, real piece of shit is the one who took it from me. Oddly enough, his nickname on the streets is Latrine, which I think is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder how he got that okay. nickname. Well, he lives up to it. Let's put it that way. As far as I know, his real name, the name that he usually, you know, introduces people with is Donald, which sounds ridiculous to me. It's got to be made up. Donald? Yeah. Yeah. What, what? Man, I mean. Have you ever met anybody named a Donald? This is what I'm saying. No. What were his poor parents thinking? I mean, it's unique. Like, it's different. I, I, it's got to be a fake name which is why most people just call him Latrine. But anyway, he took this item from me and I need it back. I don't know where he lives or I'd try to go get it myself, but it's somewhere in Charmond. I know that much. Apparently he used to come in here all the time. That's how he found the item in the first place on me. Yeah. I mean, I, I easily pay, you know, 50, 60 shins to get it back. I'm sorry, can you say that amount again? 50 or 60 shins? Can we say like 60 for sure? Yeah, well, I mean, if you can get it back, yeah. I'd, I'd happily pay 60. I mean, how hard do you think this is going to be? Well, I don't know. All I know, the, probably the hard part is finding him. Okay. I mean. Uh, but all, but also, I mean, he's shifty. and. Shifty. Uh, you know, word says he's a real sleaze bag, and he'll. So you know, honestly, I haven't been particularly excited to be walking down any dark alleys looking for him, especially if he knows I'm coming. My cat, can you hear him? Mm-mm. All right, here's hoping for the best. Oh yeah, but he like won't be expecting me walking down any dark alleys, you know. So yeah, I would say I would, not. I would think that would be an advantage. Yeah, for sure. Okay, like, you got a starting point? Well, you came here a lot. People haven't been super chatty with me about him, but that's because they all seem to... Well, I, I don't think they like him, but for whatever reason, they don't like me. Oh, man, but... Well, it might be, like, the clothes. He looks down like, what's wrong with my clothes? They're very, like, unique and different, and I think that makes people intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah. So like, if that's what you're going for, a okay. But like, just understand, then people might not be super forthright. Okay. okay. But like, I well, respect it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're but obviously pe- a person of taste. First time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> okay. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can find this guy, bring back my my relic there. You know. I'll put 60 shins in your hand, no problem. And you got it. Okay. Good hunting, Nix. Thanks. So, Nix goes back to, uh, hey, you. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm about to leave and do a job, but, like, you can drink that shin down if you want to. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I don't know how much more I need to drink, but, uh, it's okay with you. I might grab myself, uh, and happy those, uh, if you don't mind, I'm, I might order an app with it because I got to say those uh, green scorpions are looking pretty good. Oh, yeah, man. I hear you. And you got to let me know how they are. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I heard somebody saying that they've got this like garlic butter stuff that you dip them in and it's supposed to be like, amazing. Damn. Now you're making me wish I could stay, but like got to go grind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Peaceful travels. Yeah, peace, man. And they do like a semi-complicated handshake. Yeah. Okay. It's Is it very like bro-y like in the complication? Like it's... So bro-y. Yeah. Like it ends in a chest bump. Yeah. Somehow with yeah. Hey You okay. still seated. Awesome. Okay. So what do you want to do to try to find the tree? Um, like straight up Nyx is kind of... <laughs> Just like start asking people, have you seen Latrine? Mm, okay, so let me draw a card. Ooh. Is it a positive one? No. Well, it's a little vague. It's called Jackal with a subtitle of Nemesis. While most see the Jackal as a dire omen of dark magic, some embrace the power they represent. To be certain, this card turn can be a threat, or it could be an offer. The person in question may want to take precautions against the effects of hexes, intervention of demonic spirits, or simply an angry nano. It could be equated to any figure in power, not just magical power authority, but even then only to a ruthless or intimidating figure. You're going around and asking people, and then you feel like a big hand on your shoulder. Okay. You hear this key voice, like, you asking about Latrine? Yeah. What do you want him for? Uh, I just gotta, like, talk to him. I heard he might have this, like, cool fucking object. Oh. Trying to help out that one over there in the yellow? I mean, yeah. He's an asshole. The, the guy in the clothes? Well, they both are. Oh, well, yeah. You shouldn't trust anybody wearing that color of yellow. To start with. Honestly, though, like, don't you got to respect the confidence it takes to pull that off? Yeah, but, you know, yellow has got that association with those, you know, assassins down in Key. Oh, shit, you're right. I'm not saying he's one of them. I'm just saying. Don't, like, he did not strike me as someone with that level of competence. No, no, he's just an asshole. It's just 
not a good look being dressed like that. Especially here in Shimon, I mean, Kuwait's been, been on the edge of declaring a war against Key for, well, almost as long as there's been peace between them. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if he even, like, realizes. I wonder if I should tell him. I mean, that's up to you. May I, well, maybe, maybe when I'm done with this job, you know. Yeah, well, I will say this. Latrine is a piece of shit. You're not the first one to say so. Well, I mean, there's a reason we all call him that. What is the reason? He's an asshole. Oh, that's it? And honestly, most of the time he smells like shit. Okay, so yeah, I was thinking it was something like that. He make, he makes it too easy, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'll tell you what. Latrina owes me some money. Oh, yeah, it's a two for, two for one. I get the shit for Kartha. I get the money for you. Yeah, yeah. That can be arranged. All right, what you got? Well, so, uh, he owes me 30 shins. Dang. And, uh... It's been a while. So actually, once you add the interest on top of that, it's probably getting close to 80 now. What's he owe you it for? Like, how did he... He borrowed some money. Didn't pay attention to the rules of the deal, and he's way late on paying it back. And let me just say, you know, my interest, it compounds daily. Ah. Well, as is expected in this part of town. So I'll tell you what. You know, Day's work in a shop, I think maybe eight shins a day at best. 25 shins, you bring me back. You know, you bring me back the money that's owed me, you get 25 shins. All right. Like, I'll definitely see what I can do since I'm looking for this guy anyway. But, uh, you got anything that's going to help me find him? That I can help you with. Dope. He hasn't been home when I stopped by. But he lives here and kind of sort of sketches out a little map for you of the neighborhood. So it's like, this is where he lives. And I know I've heard people saying they've seen him. So I don't think he's skipped town or anything like that. But, uh, you know, he's wherever he is, like, he's somewhere in that neighborhood. Whether he's sleeping there or not, I don't right. know. But he's definitely been seen there. For sure. Yeah, I'll get started over there. Okay, good deal. Look, yeah, I'll, I'm going to be here. I mean, I'm almost always here when I'm not sleeping. So if you come back here and I'm not here, just come back a little bit later in the day and I'll be back. All right. Cool. This is uh, my business office, you might say. Low rent. <laughs> yep. As long as I keep buying beer, they don't and care. And it's so fucking cheap. And like, yeah, not that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I gotta tell you, if you haven't tried the green scorpions, they're to Damn, die for. Damn, you're the second person, but I'm sure you understand I'm on this mm-hmm. job, so. Yeah, yeah I treat myself you. when I get back. Mm-hmm. Hey, you get back, I'll buy you a round of those on top of it. Hell yeah, man, you got yourself a deal. Okay. Nix, I'm gonna say you head to the neighborhood, I'm yep. guessing. I'm going to draw a card for you to see how well your <laughs> search goes. Good. So you got Hidden Moon. When Hidden Moon is played, something new begins. It suggests looking forward, not backward. But what's coming ahead may be dangerous rather than beneficial, so be wary. 
I think you find where he's like his actual home home pretty rapidly. And because you got the hidden moon, I would say you don't have to wait very long before you see somebody kind of just in terrible clothes coming down the street, but they don't go in the front door of that house. Instead, they duck into an alley and you can hear them kind of, you can hear them kind of groaning and flailing as they seem to be climbing in a window from the alley. Mm-mm. So Nixon's just going to step out and be like, hey, you, hey. So you hear a little shriek and see legs falling in through that window and the window slam shut. Ah, shit. Okay, so would she know where inside this person is landed? They're somewhere in the house. I mean, you don't know, really. You don't know the layout of the house, necessarily. Okay, she tries the door? The door is locked. Shit. Okay, so... It's not a great place, though. I, I will specify this. I mean, you are in the bad part of town. Um, That window seems like it's probably unlocked, so she's going to climb up after. Okay. Yeah, they did shut the window, but the window does not have a lock. And so... I would say you you get in through the window, no problem. And kind of as you get your way in, you hear a shriek from the next room, and you hear somebody scrambling. Hey, hey, I just want to talk to you, man. Like, And she's like, why did you break in my house? Uh, first of all, you look like you broke into your house. I'm allowed to do whatever I want in my well, house. Prove this is your house. It's mine. That's not proof, man. Like, who the hell are you? Listen, you're the one who came into this plate. You deliberately intruded. First of all. I'll call the guards if I have to. I was possibly stopping a robbery. Second of all, the guards. You really going to call your guards to this house? Sure. Of course. Yeah. All right, man. Like, whatever you say. Like, let's just talk. I'm just here to talk. Who are you? My name's. But you still can't see them. Okay. She's like coming around though. She's like walking towards the voice. He is like curled up and hiding behind a chair. But the chair is a slatted chair, so it doesn't hide him at all. It's actually really ridiculous. It's a very cheap wooden chair that looks like it would like fall apart if you even kicked at it. Man, but, but like. You're not hiding from me. I can see you. Like, just stand up. Talk to me. We're just talking. Keep your distance. All right. Yeah, you got it. Like, I'm Nix. I'm uh, I'm with the Benevolent Society of Travelers. Perhaps you've heard of us? No. Oh, wow. Well, wow. They're going to be disappointed to hear that. Um, ever leave Charmont? Do I look like somebody who can afford to leave Charmont? Okay. Yeah, you're right. So that makes sense. Um... Anyway, long story short, I'm looking for Latrine, that you? My name is Donald. I am so sorry, Donald. Like, I was, like, told something else, that you had a nickname. They're all assholes down there. This place is rife with assholes. You are not wrong. And so, now that you're in the same room with him, he does smell like shit. Nix keeps that to herself. Um... So, listen, 
basically, I'm in a per- tough spot personally. I don't think I'm going to bore you with my personal business, but like two people have said you have stuff that belongs to them and I'm here to get it. There's a pause. And then he looks at you and says, well, then they're lying. I don't owe anybody anything. You don't owe a loan shark 80 or 60? Where were we, where were we at, Daniel? 80? It was 80. You don't owe a loan shark 80 shins? Oh, that guy. That, that guy. That's bullshit. He, he tricked me. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't think I owe him anything. Yeah, man. Like, I get it. Like, loan shards fucking suck. Like, that's why I don't use them. But at the same time, when you enter an agreement, you enter an agreement. And honest. Yeah, but what if you can't pay the bill? That's what I'm saying. Like, I am probably the nicest fucking person that's going to show up about this situation. Next person, you're talking knees. You're talking fingers. I'm not. I'm just telling you the reality. I'm going to draw a card. I actually don't know. This could be good or bad. Ooh. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. So you got the raven. Oh. And the raven can has both positive and negative connotations. Usually it indicates that someone is watching, jealous, usually somebody unexpected. It's also a warning to beware of greed and trickery. On the positive side, it advises vigilance or suggests there's a trick involved in what one must do to succeed. Either means that there's a problem that can be overcome. Okay. Okay. So this guy, Latrine, Donald, is fiddling around in his pocket. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, that guy's been, you know, harassing me. Like he's been, he's been hurting people. He's, he's not anybody to be trusted. I mean, he's, he's a crook. And uh, I, I, I don't think you should be, you shouldn't be here. I mean, I tell you, if you, you, you do anything to this guy, you're going to be sorry. I'm going to need you to clarify that because it was super vague. Like, you can't trust him. You think you've got to deal with him? You don't have a deal with him. I thought he was, I, I thought he was giving me a little bit of money as a gift. And then he starts, after he gives me the money, he starts talking about interest and whatnot. I thought he was joking. Next thing I know, he's back a week later and the bill and the amount is like twice what it originally was. Yeah, that's kind of what happens when you borrow money from someone here. How long have you been here, man? Because like you got a reputation. I've been here my whole life. I, listen, I was drunk and this guy comes up to me and says, I hear you having problems. And anyway, like I, you know, I, you can tell him I'm going to pay him back. I, I've, I'll just sell something. I've been gathering stuff to sell. You got 80 shins worth of stuff. Not yet, but I will soon. Yo, listen, I was not kidding when I said the next person to show up is not going to be fucking benevolent. I'm here because my mom is sick, man. Like. I need that 25 shins from your loan shark in order to help pay for her care. That's why I'm here. Next person's going to be here for the payout only, and they're not going to give a shit about you. I'll give you 30 shins to just walk away. I will do that. But there's an addendum caveat, if you will. Yeah, what's Heard that? You got some braided snakes. He like pauses. 
Braided snakes? What do, you, what do you even mean? Kartha, looking for some braided snakes. You mean that yellow motherfucker down yeah. there? The, mm-hmm. the one, the only. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about no snakes. That's not what he says. And he's offered me 60 shins to bring back his fucking snakes. Well, the that, now that is that is beyond my means, but uh, let me see what I have. And he starts digging in his satchel, kind of shakily, and he kind of looks at you a couple times, and then he pulls something out of his satchel, and he tosses it in your direction. Oh, hell no, man. <laughs> what we're going to do is draw a card to see what this thing is. <laughs> Let's see here. Ghostly presence. Ooh. Something from the past, perhaps something forgotten, arises in the present. The most typical interpretation of this ghost from the past will give the person in question trouble. But it's possible that the remainder of the past is not entirely negative. I'm going to say this thing kind of explodes. But this is actually awesome. There's a quote at the bottom of each one of these cards, and this one is, do you remember? Do you remember what you did? I do. <laughs> so uh, I think this thing he th- throws at you is, it's kind of blinding for a moment. And you realize that like everything's kind of like hazy. It's not like a drug per se. It's like a numinera energy that is sort of addling your mind. And you can see he's now pulled out a knife and he's coming for you. Oh my god. Donald. Shit. Nyx punches him in the face. Okay. You have, like, with your skill and this guy, like, it's not a problem. Like, you hit him in the face, no problem. He just drops. Yeah, he, he drops on the ground and he is, like, out like a light. Next searches his shit for the snake braid. Okay. So you, you don't find that on his person. You do find 20 shins on his person. She puts them on the chair and searches the rest of the room for the... She searches up to the whole entire house, if she must, for the snake thing. Okay. Okay. Let me draw a card. Let's see if he's already sold it or not. <laughs> Okay. The Messiah. The Messiah portends change. The source of the change is almost certainly external. More often than not, this is a positive change. And even if things are worse for the person, the more likely the change will be positive. Okay. So, I would say you are going through this safe. Hit work safe but his his safe house his home whatever and it doesn't take you long to find this thing in that spot you find you know it's sort of like hidden in a part of a wall that's easy to miss in the bedroom but you pull out this like hidden spot and there is this like braid of living snakes on a chain it's is it stored in some fashion it's just sitting in there okay well, she takes it seriously, Cartha's warning, and like tries to scoop it up with a bag. Okay. There's also about ten shins in there. 
So the 30 shins that were promised? Mm-hmm. No, Nix will leave those 10 shins on the chair as well. Okay. So you have this snake thingy. Yeah, what are you going to do now? She, she leaves the shins and takes the snake thingy. Okay, so you leave the house. Um, do you go back out the window or do you go out the front door? She would go out the front door. Okay. So you go out the front door, and are you making your way back to the spittoon? Yeah. Okay. So you come back into the spittoon, and you see that big guy, the lone shark, kind of look up from his booth at you. And you see Kartha also looking at you expectantly. So she looks at the lone shark first. Man, he ain't got it. Sorry. What does he have? Man, like, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I took the thing for Kartha. I found a few shins, but, like, couldn't collect, so I didn't collect. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not it's not finding it for me, but I, I'll give you ten shins if you go back there and break his legs. Nah, man, no can do. Uh, I'm telling you, he don't got the money, so, like, breaking his legs ain't gonna matter. But you're gonna have to do your own dirty work in this instance. Like, search his whole house. He ain't got, he ain't got 80 shins. Yeah. What's your name again? Nick's was Yeah, it? you can remember it. I'll yeah. remember it. I'll see you around. Yeah, mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> what's Fine, you What's to... your name? So that I won't forget. Everybody knows me. Be on your way, little traveler. That's a weird name, but uh, I know your face. That's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah it's fine. All right. Be on your way. So she goes over to Kartha. Yeah, is looking expectantly at you. I mean, he saw your interaction. He didn't hear it, but he saw the interaction with the lone shark. And so he's looking like he's both excited and leery. I got shit, man. You did? Yeah. That's that's amazing. Can I see it? Fuck yeah, it's yours. Here. She just gives him the whole bag. Okay. I'm going to draw a card yep. real quick. It's, it's not going to affect much, but it's making a decision about which way to go. I think as you guys are passing it, the snakes are going to bite one of you. I'm trying to decide which <laughs> one it is. Okay, so I got the Imperator. Ooh. This represents a crucial turning point, the deciding factor. Generally, the interpretation is that when the card is turned, the person in question must make a very important decision upon which everything that follows now rests. This choice should be made with consideration and care. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to put it back on you. You see, as you're holding this off, the snake getting ready to bite his hand. Yeah, Nick's going to take the bite. Like, very obviously take the bite. Okay. Yeah, so the snake sinks its teeth in. And it's weird. You didn't see teeth in its mouth. But there, you feel teeth as it bites down. There are definitely two puncture wounds here in your hand between your thumb and index finger. <laughs> And he's like, oh my god, sorry. And he grabs it, thank, thank, thanks for the assist. And he, he opens up his bag and he pulls out a small pouch and like gingerly puts the snakes inside before he seals it and puts it back. He, uh, he hands you a small sack of shins. Uh, listen, like, I know we're square, but I got kind of a favor to ask for you. I did, uh, you know, maybe in return for the snake bite. What are you asking? That lone shark back there. He wants to cause me some fucking trouble because I didn't collect his money. 
Well, mm-hmm. not so much that I didn't collect his money, but that I wouldn't break the guy's legs. You know, that's not what the society's about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't looking for you to do anything violent either. If you didn't exactly. And, uh, I mean, I did have to knock him out. Like, don't get me wrong. You pulled the knife on me. Crazy, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole, like I said. Anyway, so I put him down, but, like, he's fine. Uh, but this guy, this loan shark, he's he's looking to cause trouble for me. I can tell. Can you uh, can you nip that? He looks over. He's like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of influence with that guy. I, I'll, I'll see what I can do, but I don't know what I can do because he already doesn't like. Hmm. All right. Well, whatever you can do, I'd appreciate. Who uh, who can influence this guy? As far as I know, everybody here is afraid of him. All right. Well. I'll put him down if I have to, but, you know. Ain't nobody going to miss him. He seems like a real asshole, too. Yeah. Nothing but assholes down here. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> Instantly, you know, hey, you is no longer. Oh, uh, hey, you's gone. All right. Well, uh, you do what you can. Um, you need another job. Nonviolent, of course. Uh. You know, we like to stay on the right side of justice, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean, nothing else right now for me, but, you know, you can reach out to me again if you are looking for work. If I have something, I'll let you know. Yeah, you got it. And honestly, like, I get that you can't do too much about that loan shark, but if you ever find out anything that would help me, just send me a message, okay? I'll do my best. I'll I'll let Jen know. All right, Carthy, you're all right. And she, like, offers... A fist bump. He takes the fist bump. He needs it. All right, man. Peace. His left hand, incidentally, when he gives you the fist bump, it's just like covered in garish rings. <laughs> she bumps it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nix, you're, you're leaving. You've got 60 shins in your pocket. And as you're walking back through this terrible neighborhood, you see a cart heading down the way that this is a bit slowing, so you kind of duck into an alley. As you're walking down that alley, you come across a door. It looks like the front door to a house. Hmm. and But it's weird, because it's facing the alley, and this is not a good alley. I mean, you're not worried because of your background and skills, but this is the kind of alley that, like, when you were growing up, before you had your skills, your parents always told you not to go down, like something that looks yeah. like this. It's dark. It's not really visible from the street or anything like that. But you also notice that on this sort of drab gray sign next to the door with sort of a drab gray paint, there's a sign that says Explorers Wanted. Inquire with them. Nix looks at it and uh, thinks for a second and uh, knocks on the door. Takes a moment and then the door opens. And you see an elderly woman standing in front of you. There's a fire crackling in a hearth behind her. And she looks you up and down and says, Nix, I've been waiting for you. You're a little bit late. Ah, shit. I am? Yes. Come on in. I have something to talk to you about. And that's where we'll end your session, Zero. Sweet. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs>